Hello and welcome to the Sons of Thunder podcast. You've got Eric, Sean, Jacob, and John. Hey. We're glad to have you guys on again. We're thankful for all of you guys' listenings. We thank you for signing up and we're getting a huge following on it's, Facebook it's and cool, Twitter. Man. It's been great hearing back from you guys and getting all your it's followers. Been really cool. It's nine o'clock on a Wednesday. Central time. Central time. Central time. Yeah. yeah like coastal listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little late. Coast to coast, tuning in late with Sons of Thunder. <laughs> That's why we're not a radio. We wish. That's why we're a podcast. <laughs> We'd be a great radio station. What would we play? Oldies? We would, we would mix it up. A little yeah, Lord of the Rings. A little Chris Tomlin. Lord of the Rings <laughs> soundtrack every now and then. Oh, yeah. EDM. Keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure, EDM. Shout out. So... The Jude and the Lion concert. Yes. That was insane. Uh, yeah, I don't know what I what I thought of that. Like, it was great music. A, a lot of weird antics, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were really cool performers, though. Like, yeah. How many people did fun. they have on stage? Uh, so the four main guys plus, like, Six. two sound guys? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's the, ones. the banjo. The banjo's what makes Nate, it. Nate, dude, dude. I have Nate. a new appreciation for the banjo. Yeah. Why Absolutely. didn't you appreciate it before? <laughs> I don't question. know. I was exposed to it. When you have guys like Nate just wailing uh, on Nate. that thing. Oh, uh, yeah. It was super cool. I mean, just, like, the lights, the music, everything. And yeah. at the end, he's like, I got three rules. He's like, eat more chocolate, listen to more Jude and the Lion, and be kind. Yeah, and I was oh, like, man, it's a good, good practical. Good guys, yeah. Coming back in February, so maybe we'll. Oh, let's oh, oh, yeah. oh, actually go. Yeah. Are they gonna be at First Ave again? No, I think it's the uh, palace. palace. Oh, you're right. It is the palace. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. ivory tower, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so, I think, so uh, update: the six gas leaks were fixed. I don't have. Yeah. Hey. I don't have gas leaks anymore. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We're not gonna buy some cigarettes in here. I know. No. <laughs> we actually were just making burgers tonight though in Grease Fire. Yeah, yeah that was fun. Grease scared. Fire. I thought you were scared. kidding when I saw the fire through the window, and that's not kidding. <laughs> it was like, it was like a two feet tall, man. It's on fire! <laughs> I feel like a hibachi grill. I'm like, I'm just gonna let someone catch it, but throw it in your hat. It's just a flaming burger. Like, How do you become a Benihana chef? You know? That was my goal as a kid. Seriously? Like, did you want to be Are a fireman? No, I wanted to work at Benny You make all the kids happy. You yeah. probably get all the babes. Just like, hey, <laughs> get all this onion ring. <laughs> or I think you have to master like the five finger roulette with the knife. Like, you go throughout the table. Also, you gotta close your eyes. You gotta master. That. They like throw shrimp in people's mouths. You gotta be yeah, that uh-huh. cord. Uh-huh. You gotta be on your game when you're eating there too. Because uh-huh. you don't know when you're eating shrimp. Little <laughs> 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 we'll shrimp. That's actually really true. Yeah. Oh man, do you guys like sushi? Yeah. I do yeah, like sushi. sushi. Oh, yeah. I got sushi this week. Sushi. I mean, it depends where you get it from. <laughs> it's true. You're getting it from like the gas station. I had a confession. Dude, that's not fish. <laughs> Cleveland Milwaukee is my favorite Milwaukee. Dude. Mm-hmm. So there's this Chinese buffet, like all you can eat for like eight bucks here in St. Paul. And it's dangerous because it's really close to our college. Yeah. It's so good. It's but it's a sodium overload. It's insanely oh, yeah, sodium. Sure. You better. Yeah. Plan your week ahead. <laughs> and your week <laughs> after, you know. Detoxing Monday, Tuesday. <laughs> your week after? Yes. Yeah. Every 15 yeah. minutes spaces to go to the bathroom. <laughs> should we sponsor us? <laughs> so we get free food? Oh, no. well, like, I've, I've never gone there and just not stuffed my face. Like, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's, like yeah. it's never like, oh, I'm going to go have one plate of Chinese food. Like, oh, oh. that was good. It's like, 
just this gluttonous desire. No, we get our money's worth. For eight bucks, like, good deal. Super good. Steal the deal. Uh-huh. So if you guys ever around St. Paul, maybe the Sons of Thunder will take you to Cleveland Walk. Yeah. With all the money I, that we have, I'd right? love to do that. <laughs> it's called to do I got another food story. Um, it's my freshman year, and I was just figuring out the, like, cafeteria situation. It's called The View. It's pretty great. They had great. <laughs> cafeteria situation. Yeah, you know, like, I would yeah. always bring Tupperware with me, because you get hungry, and then, like, 25 minutes later, you're hungry again. And uh, let's see. So one day, I was like, mm, I'm not going to be here tomorrow. I have a lot of interviews and whatever. Important stuff. Big guy. Yeah. I, was, I was a big guy. Big man. Like, and so I went up, like they can only give you two chicken breasts each time. So I went up four times. I grabbed eight chicken breasts in the span of like three minutes. And I was so cocky at this point. I just put them in the Tupperware like in Protein. front of the people. And then they almost took away my... Yeah. Meal plan. Yeah, Did meal you have plan. to meet with the dean of students? I met with the dean of students. <laughs> <laughs> I'll back out. She's like, well, it's not technically stealing because it's a buffet. Just violates some health codes, and uh, it's probably not healthy to eat chicken breast too. <laughs> I told her not to judge me, but and you're like, geez. you're like, I'm I'm hitting the weight room nine times a week. So. She, did not, she didn't understand the game. The game. No, all about the game. Uh-huh. Oh, uh-huh. This was before they had sticky rice. Oh yeah, that's no, true. That's right. They got right. sticky rice. Well, um, John, <laughs> thanks for being vulnerable. Story. <laughs> I have, you know, you gotta just reveal some stuff sometimes. Ooh, oh, are you hinting at maybe so. the banter clock is over and it's time to begin? Eh, we're done. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Over. Welcome. Tonight we are talking about vulnerability. Yeah. <laughs> kind of a freaky word, honestly. I mean, that is. Men our age, like men in our culture, it's hard to be vulnerable. It's I don't know if I encountered that like word in a regular context before Catholicism. No. Mm-hmm. Like, what does no. it mean? Like, hmm. like yeah. you're getting shot at? Yeah. Like, oh, we're vulnerable. Get over. Cover yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. that's it's definitely taboo. I've heard it in cod. Yeah, it's like maybe <laughs> that's what you talk about with your best friend or yeah. your yeah. parents. Yeah, probably not your parents. Probably actually. not your parents or your best friend if you're a dude. Yeah. Hey, yeah. let's go play basketball. Sure. You want to talk about your heart? Yeah. yeah. How's, your, how's your day going? Oh, that's great. That's the end of my conversation. There's yeah. definitely yeah. that stigma. With yeah. guys, mm-hmm. you know, because oh. there's this whole macho man outlook, and it's mm-hmm. you're not yeah. being a macho man if you're getting vulnerable. Absolutely, Dude, that's totally the culture. So we're gonna break that myth tonight. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. I think like when us men are vulnerable, it allows other men to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think when we when we you know show that love, because I mean like we're all in different small groups and stuff like that. So we're in SPO small groups right now, and I kind of find that like when I tend to be more vulnerable, like other men have a, like a greater tendency to be vulnerable themselves. And like, I think I just want to like this, just an encouragement in this podcast is like, let's be vulnerable ourselves because by us being vulnerable, others will be more open to that. And we need to be the men that make that step. Yeah. I think you make a good point too. And that leaders need to lead with vulnerability. Yeah. You're not going to get your small group to open up, Amen. Yeah. you know, mm-hmm. if you're not being vulnerable yourself. Yeah. So mm-hmm. sometimes it requires you to take that first step and then others will follow. Definitely. And you're able to show that you're human. I think that's the best thing about vulnerability is that you show that you are human and you struggle with things. And I think as men, so easy to just be like, I'm Mm -hmm. the shit. I have all my stuff together. But when you break those walls down, when you... It's the pride. It is. It's It's the pride. Vulnerability requires humility. Like a leader needs to be humble and like of the humus of the earth, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. humility. Yeah. So vulnerability is like a great first step to be a good leader. Definitely. That's kind of a stigma with the leader too, is that the followers will see them as this like untouchable, 
almighty figure. Yeah. But they're going through problems just like they are. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, like, this is part of the series of, like, discovering true masculinity in Christ. Like, yeah. This is what it's... Like, Jesus was vulnerable. You know what he I mean? Was. And, like, he calls us to be vulnerable as men to, like, surrender our prideful securities and to yeah. just give it to him and say, I don't have what it takes. Like, Lord, like, yeah. in you, I have what it takes. And, like, Jesus himself was vulnerable, like, with the, with the disciples. Like, imagine, like, in the garden, right, just in front of the Father. Like, imagine how vulnerable he was he, on the cross, like... Suffering, yeah. like that's, he's naked. That's, that's vulnerability. Yeah. yeah, like seriously, Jesus was naked on the cross. That's a lot of it is caring what you like other people think too. Yeah, mm-hmm. he did. Jesus did not he care what people thought. Absolutely. No. Can you imagine being one of the apostles and you're seeing who God sweating in the agony in the garden? You're yeah. like, this mm. is God. He's uh-huh. going through this. He's on his face. You know, I'm just sweating blood. That's yeah. that's nuts. Yeah. Sweating blood, that's a good yeah. point, too, because it's such pain and such stress that he's uh-huh. sweating blood. Yeah. yeah. But that shows that he's human, you know? And that shows that relatability. That. Absolutely. Like, that shows such relatability. Mm-hmm. Like, if God was prideful, if Jesus was prideful, was the shit, he's like, oh, I'm yeah. the son of God, just boom, just miracles after miracles, mm-hmm. he w- wouldn't have gotten a big following. But I think through his vulnerability, he was able to show that he was human, and that's what people love. That's what people love so much. Let's do it. So we have the three topics we want to go over. Being vulnerable man to man. Uh, being vulnerable man to woman. And then man to God the Father. You know, you need to be vulnerable to yeah. all three. Uh-huh. So yeah. who wants to kick us off? So I mean, what do you guys think? It's like the power of vulnerability within like man to man relationships. Within friendships. Like with men. Like in, in my past, like meeting with like younger college guys so like those of you guys that are like college dudes out there like in high school and stuff like that like you have friend groups out there that i think like you can you can get together and you can hang out and it's like oh yeah we're gonna go play basketball like oh we're just gonna just go watch this movie or we're gonna you know play video games together i don't know and we have an opportunity to like share our humanity with another person and then uh, you know nick red just put out this video on facebook and he says in it when we choose to be human, others are more likely to be human themselves. Yeah. And I think like we can kind of build up in this in this culture that like, no, I need to just guard my heart. I need to just like like I'm dealing with my own stuff right now, but I'm just gonna handle it myself. Like, and I'm gonna put this persona on that shows like I have everything figured out. When like yep. deep down, I'm feeling lonely. And like men yeah. in our culture are like craving authentic relationships, but no one is saying that. Yeah. And like I have experienced that in SPL. Like I, I've Very experienced true. that with like even you guys. Like, you know, and it just I mean with you guys, not even you guys, but just like sharing my life with you guys because when I kinda share a little bit what I'm going through, what I, my struggles are, like you can share yours as well and we can struggle in that together. Like yeah, it's yeah, very true. It's you also make a good point on how a lot of our strugglers are, are similar too. Yeah. Oh, like you yeah. think you're the only guy going through this. Absolutely. But I guarantee you that ninety percent of other guys are going through what you're going through too. Oh. Have been at one time. Or yeah. have been. Yeah. yeah you absolutely. know? And that's the power of vulnerability. You're just able to seek guidance through it. I think that just like getting together with men, just like going around the circle and being vulnerable in a, in a small group setting, it's just so beautiful and it's so great, you know. Absolutely, yeah. It's the Christian rapper NF whose album was real and like it i don't know it requires two things it requires community to be vulnerable with you can't do it on your own hmm. like even the trinity is a community it's like hmm. it is it's yeah. love between three persons yeah and that's why you need to be real with yourself first because like in order to know yourself you need to like accept yourself and then then you can give self-knowledge mm-hmm. self-acceptance and then self-gift 
once you come to those three points in your life, that's mm-hmm. how you become mm-hmm. a good, vulnerable man. Absolutely. And like yeah. another huge part aspect of it is that like, sometimes we don't have it all figured out, right? And I think by giving yourself, you find yourself. So like by sharing mm-hmm. something you struggle with, like yes. mm-hmm. you allow someone to speak truth into your life. Like this yeah. kind of wound you've experienced. And like you thought through this scenario and this scenario, but like it takes someone else speaking to that and that kind of makes it clear but it's That's you cool. being vulnerable in order for that to happen like it, it, it's allowing the healing power of the holy spirit to like move through someone else like, yeah. you know it's really cool and i say vulnerability too extends beyond just one-on-one conversations or group conversation for sure vulnerability could be could mean not going to that party you know you shouldn't be at you're being vulnerable by being that guy yeah. who's not going yeah you know you're being bold vulnerability does not mean weakness yeah it means bold hmm. definitely um, get back to eric's point like i heard this one saying rationality is only broadened through others like hmm. you're saying like you think you have yourself figured out yeah and this brother x or sister y will say no i see this in you yeah hmm. like ah, oh, i guess like i totally didn't even see that yeah so in order to really get outside perspectives and opinions and like increase and broaden your truth you need mm-hmm. to have others mm-hmm. around you and I think it goes beyond weaknesses. It's also like sharing your strengths with someone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, by sharing that, like your strengths, people can be like, yeah, I do see that. Like, they can affirm you in that. And like, I don't know, there's, there's a huge power of vulnerability. So like, what, what are some practicals that, you know, man to man, the man to man practicals of like the power of vulnerability? got to start with you. You got to love yeah. yourself and accept your own wounds. Okay. You know? okay. You're not able to see that at least. And like, if you have that pride, I'm not vulnerable. I don't need to do this. Mm-hmm. You're not there. You're not mature enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'd, I'd say, well, you go. I'd say what follows after acceptance would be admittance. Uh-huh. So accepting that's a problem and then admitting it. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a difference between that. You need to be able to share Definitely. that with others. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think after that, I, I would say seeking someone out that can listen because um, not everyone can listen and not mm-hmm. everyone mm-hmm. can take your vulnerability and we were kind of talking about this a little bit earlier, yeah. like just how not everyone can understand where you're at, you know? Mm-hmm. I think finding someone that thinks similar to you or that um, kind of has been through the same things. Yeah, dude. If you're vulnerable with that guy, they're going to have so much more to say than if you're vulnerable with the guy in the lunch line, you know? <laughs> like yeah. just some random guy. You want to be Seriously, vulnerable yeah. with your close brothers. An intentional vulnerability. Intentional vulnerability. Sometimes be way harder. Which is way harder. Oh, for sure. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah. Like I've still, I'm still in relationships where it's hard to be vulnerable. Definitely. I'm still, like my old high school friends. Like no. it's just hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, another practical I was thinking is just, you know, confession. Like, so like we're, us four dudes, like we're Catholic mm-hmm. and like, I have truly experienced the healing power of Christ, like through like confessing our sins to another man. Like, and like, that's yeah. even, that's, that's within confession, but also even just like talking about with Sean, like what my struggles are, but like yeah. in confession, there's that sacramental grace and that like, Very just this man to man vulnerability of like, I am broken and admitting a brokenness mm-hmm. to another human being and then allowing the sacramental grace of the Holy Spirit Christ himself to just heal those wounds. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah, and I think you hint on a really good part in the Bible, um, James five sixteen, yeah. where it says, Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other hmm. so that you may be healed. The prayer hmm. of a righteous person is powerful and effective. Dang. Powerful and effective. That's what comes from confessing Definitely. sins to one another. And I think, honestly, do you have, any, do you have anything to say? I was just going to say in confession, like, 
one of my best friend's dads, Mr. Phillips, was saying, like, there is some, it takes real balls to say your sins face-to-face to a man. Yeah. I used to always go behind the screen until he said that. Yeah. Like, granted, there are a lot of arguments, like, oh, it's less personal, you want to do it, like, to the father, but if you face-to-face tell a man, like, yeah, I did this. Yeah. And then he responds by saying, I, I in the person of God, say, like, I love you and I forgive you. Dude, mm-hmm. I totally mm-hmm. affirm that. Like, I had my first face-to-face confession on Sunday. Really? Like, no, in, like, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it was with Father Becker, like, Oh, just man. great. Like, he knows me. Yeah, I always yeah, see yeah. him in the weight room and stuff. And so it was just cool to, like, experience confession from that perspective, you know? Like, yeah. saying my sins and him being like, you know mm-hmm. what, Sean? Like, that's, re- like, he's like, it's it personal. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. personal. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to be vulnerable right here. And I say that I struggle with being able to do face-to-face confessions with priests I know. Yeah. I can do face-to-face confessions with priests I don't know very well, fine. Mm-hmm. But, like... Yep. Growing up at my own parish, I would never yeah. go see the priest at our own parish face to face because I knew he yep. knew me. So that's yeah. a struggle I have. Yeah. No, that, I think that I struggle with that too. That's right. Yeah. 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 I think get a regular confessor. Yeah, and I think I mean I think a lot of men experience that fear because it's it's our prideful security. Like as men, it's just built into us, oh, right? Yeah. And it's just like kind of like that uneasy feeling. But when you make that decision to just like sit in that chair and start confessing, and then after that, like you just yeah. it's like a step in your masculinity. It's cool. Yeah. It's amazing. And so we're talking about confession and I think, you know, I believe that like through confession, we can learn more about the father's heart and like, you know, how the priest responds. Like that's literally like the, like the father's like talking to us, kind yeah. of speaking into these, these struggles and these sins and everything. So let's talk about vulnerability with the father like yeah. in prayer. Yeah. Um, I think a great example of being vulnerable with the father is Paul throughout the Bible. Um, yeah. especially in his letters he just yeah. opens up so much the community and it helps him be more relatable like we were talking about a leader needs to be able to relate yeah. and how does he do that he becomes vulnerable mm-hmm. and that's how he's able to reach out to the communities so I pulled out a little verse in the Bible here 2 Corinthians 12 8 where it says three times I besought the Lord about this that should lead me but he said to me my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness I therefore all the more gladly boast of my weakness that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So basically there is God saying, Paul, your weakness is through your weakness that I mm-hmm. make you strong. Yeah. Dang. And I mean, somewhere else in the Gospels, I should maybe plan this. None of this is really planned. Maybe I should have thought about this before. But it, like Jesus talks about how he, like, it's it's the weak that are going to lead, like, are, that, that are the strong. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he, he comes to kind of bring the prideful down to this humble spot. And he, he takes the humble and he allows them to lead. Like, yeah. he takes the humble and those that are weak and meek mm-hmm. and, and puts them in leadership roles. Mm-hmm. And he talked about how the prostitutes and the tax collectors will inherit mm-hmm. the kingdom of God before yeah. The church leaders and the elders. Yeah. Wow, dude, that's I think that's so countercultural right there. You know, yeah, absolutely, like, yeah. Just even like lifting weights, you know, like mm. you, you don't want to work on your weakest yep. thing. You know, you know, like <laughs> legs, like it, oh shit, it's leg day. You know, yes. calves. You know, <laughs> you like can't remember my left ca- calf day. But it's like Jesus coming up to you and being like, you're like your weakest is your strongest. Mm-hmm. So like, I just think that's amazing, you know? Yeah, because they saw Jesus though. That's the thing. Yeah. If you're not vulnerable, if you're not looking for help, wow. you're not going to seek Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And those are the ones who never got to experience Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's that pride again. 
Yeah. So I don't need thing. it. I don't need to be open. I'm self-sufficient. I mm. can do this on my own. Yep. I'm in control. Ha! Mm-hmm. Oh, I've told myself that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I no. control my life. Uh, uh, do yeah. I walk down the street, like three steps out, you fucking dog poop or something. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think that that's really true. Like just how, uh-huh. how humanity thinks we don't need God. Like even just in my personal life, like hmm. having a prayer life, like I'm the first to be like, everything's great. See a God, you know, like just like stop praying. Or like, and then just that instant, I just get humble, and mm-hmm. I'm just like, sure. oh my days, my day is horrible. I wonder why I didn't yeah. pray today. You know, like it's just yeah. so, yeah, it's so evident well, that we need yeah. that. And I mean, so like personally, guys, like I don't, I don't have a huge desire. Like when I get up in the morning, I was telling John this today. I feel like this mountain do can a mountain do just covered in like motor oil. I just just <laughs> right? like I'm like I'm like I don't want to pursue Jesus today. Like, I don't feel like a turd. Like literally, yeah. like seriously. But it's I like I just, I just just a challenge um, to you guys, the listeners out there. When when you guys get up in the morning, you swing your legs over the bed, right? And you and you're just sitting there, and you're kind of like still waking up. Just do the sign of a cross and just say, yeah. Lord, I give you this day. Because in that moment, we're being vulnerable. Like I think when mm. we the least uh, like desire when we desire the least to go to prayer and we choose to go to prayer like that is that's vulnerability and like yeah. and that's like like i feel like that mountain dew can with motor oil but like when i when i pray like that jesus just like sets me on fire and i just yeah. burn the rest of the day filled with sugar and caffeine man yeah it's right. great yeah you yeah. know what i mean you know what it is it's just like it's just that effort like yeah. we don't we don't need to pray god doesn't need us to do anything we're mm. already saved he could find someone else. He could find someone else. Like, we cannot it. earn what we've been given. Yep. Yep. Like, but God still wants us to be yeah. vulnerable with him. That's all he desires. He desires yeah. our hearts. Yeah. And then he's so, going to work through us. Yeah. And so it's like, Eric, you waking up in the morning feeling like a turd. <laughs> like, it's just like, if you make the sign of the cross, yeah. Yeah. that's you surrendering your turdness to mm. him. <laughs> and that he loves yeah. that. He loves that. Yeah. It's and from a turd world. to a son of thunder. To, yes, yeah. dude, every, day, every day. Every transformation. No, it's the act of the will. You know, you don't have yeah. to feel like you want to be vulnerable. That's not what we're preaching here. You don't want to wake up and say, "Ah, oh, I feel like I just want to share my heart with everyone around me." It's never gonna happen. <laughs> no, never gonna happen, bro. <laughs> you need to will this. This is something mm-hmm. that falls into the virtue of prudence. It comes from your will. Very true. You need yeah. to choose this. This is not something we look forward to. That's for sure. Vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Now I do. Now it's like habituated, but mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at first though. You no, know, oh, no, it yeah. is like going into a freezing lake. You want to just go tiptoe in and like, oh, I share this part of my daily yeah, 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 yeah. Just jump mm-hmm. in. Yeah. And the water feels great. It's yeah. fine. Come and on. And honestly, like <laughs> we're all in here. It's great. Um, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but like, I think if you have a fear of being vulnerable, like you're kind of limiting yourself of how, how loved, how, how much you can feel loved, right? Because yeah. it's like, I mean, so in prayer, like when we come to prayer, like we shouldn't be like just coming to prayer, just super thinking I'm the best and like, Lord, here I am right now. Like yeah. I'm here to praise you. It's like, no, we should come to the Lord like out of our spiritual pottery, like out yeah. of the nothingness that we are mm-hmm. um, away from him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like to get down on our knees and say like, Lord, like, like lower ourselves so he can lower himself to us. Yeah. Because if we reach up, he's not going to reach down. If you're not vulnerable, oh. you're not going to grow. Yeah. Period. Absolutely. You're yeah. not going to grow. You're going to be stuck where you're at. Mm-hmm. If you don't humble yourself towards the Father. Yeah. He's, and pray for that grace. If, if vulnerability is hard, like 
The Lord will give you the grace you vulnerable. You yeah. just have to ask for it. The Father will provide. Yeah. So the next next section here. I'll take anybody this got a, a, a transition? Anybody got that? Uh, speaking of love. Speaking <laughs> of, I don't know. Speaking of. No, no, but I think that, like, <laughs> honestly, the hardest thing to do is be vulnerable with women. Because, Absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, dude, like, that's, I'm the worst at that. We like, covered this in class today. <laughs> Marriage and Family is Ooh. an amazing class. Dr. Burry, one of the coolest teachers I've ever had, yep. he said, like, don't worry about this test in this class because that the test is for life. Like, the test is <laughs> when you're married and, oh, man. like, um, good luck. <laughs> 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 Hope you're studying. He'll come in great. He he just shoots out knowledge. Like when we were talking about the women and how they communicate, they go through intimacy, connection, and harmony, which are expressive traits. And men are about status, competition, and directness, which all like lead to success and the competition. They're instrumental. Yeah. So like when we have like you like men, we want to fix things. Like we, like someone has a problem. Oh, how can I fix this? Yeah. 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 How can I like help you to like get over your yeah. problem? Yeah. yeah. Women just want to be listened to. Yeah. They want someone to just share in the muck of their life, whatever uh-huh. it is at that point. And like, it's hard. Like men are like, okay, I see your problem. Pull out this nail out of your face, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like this, there's your problem. Oh, Look yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, now you're okay. And then, yeah. yeah, that's not exactly what women need. Women, no. man, they're amazing. So like the communication is key to reaching that intimacy, the harmony, the connection between the woman. And we need to be good at communication. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, I was listening to a podcast. We brought this up on prior ones, but um, Song is Songs, the Denton Bible Church does a great job analyzing it because like when I'm reading it, it's like I'm reading Mandarin. Like it does not make sense. But this dude like translates it for me and whew, it's got fire stuff. Yeah. Gets and yeah, yeah. Gets, gets me going. Gets the boys going. And one of the things he mentioned is how a woman does not fall in love with your looks. She doesn't fall in love with you when she sees you in the gym. She doesn't fall in love with you after that awesome date where you spent $200 on a meal. She falls in love with you when you become vulnerable. That's it. Real love. Not the That's fake it. love you for yeah. your wallet. Real yeah. love. That is when a woman will fall in love with you. Mm-hmm. When you Definitely. give her your heart. Dude, I can totally attest to that. Prudently, of course. Yeah. Yes. I think that, like, in my relationship, this is really sad, but Delexi just, like, her favorite thing is when I cry. Like, I don't cry at all. Sean, you cry. I never cry. <laughs> like, I probably, I could count on one hand how many times I cry. <laughs> but, like, literally, like, if I'm, like, really stressed or, like, angry or something like that, and I, like, start crying in front of Alexi, uh-huh. like, that just, like, breaks her heart. And mm-hmm. she just, like, she almost, like, just starts grinning because she gets happy. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, it's me being so vulnerable with her. You human, know? Yeah. It's me being human. It's me, like pouring out my heart, you know, because it's something that men don't do. And I mean, don't go crying to every single girl, but like, yeah, just Alexi and I have like a deep relationship. And I think that it's really important to be vulnerable and mm-hmm. to show your heart, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, women love it when men are vulnerable, Yeah, but they hate it when we're shown as weak. And Sean, you definitely like, yeah. that's a good distinction between being weak and vulnerable. Like weakness is saying, giving up and like, oh, this is too much for me. We, like, I cannot accomplish this. And that's a huge turn off. But yeah. the turn on is when you're like, look, I have emotions. I can yeah, use them. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a robot. Yeah. I don't want to be a stiff. 
Mm. No. And I think that's something that, I mean, I've struggled with my whole life, you know? Yeah. Even just with, like, my mom. Like, Mm. being vulnerable. I would come home from school and she'd be like, okay, Sean, tell me ten things. Or (laughs) tell me ten words, you know? (laughs) She would literally, like, it would be like pulling teeth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'd be like, uh, someone said a joke, you know? It's it's just hard (laughs) to, like, it's hard to be vulnerable with Mm -hmm. women because, like, it is yeah. plain, plain. Actually, simple. back to Dr. Burry. We were just talking about emotions. Dr. Burry says men who are emotional make the best husbands and fathers. Yeah. Why is that? Yeah, why sitting on the couch, you know? Exactly. Oh, how was your day, son? Good? Okay, great. You know, they're the ones who are playing with their kids mm-hmm. and they're the ones who are talking about their with their wives about their days. Yeah, not just about. not just listening, but actively yeah. listening. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Because I think that with emotion comes passion. Yeah. Or with passion comes emotion. I don't yeah. know which one. Either way, yeah. Either Shooting way. The egg, you know? But I think that like <laughs> if you if you're given a talk and you start tearing up, that means you're like that you're passionate. That means passion. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that people sense that, you know? Mm-hmm. People sense that desire. Absolutely. And I think if we start practicing that vulnerability today, like if we're called to marriage, like we're gonna have to be vulnerable like almost probably every single day with our, with our wives, like with mm-hmm. your significant other, like, and with your spouse, like, because I think, think of how many like fathers out there that are, that are like present, but they're not like actually really there. Like they just kind of sit on the couch. You know what I mean? And I've talked sure. to a lot of men where like, they have a hard time being vulnerable, like with their fathers. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's just like, so I just want to encourage us. And, Heavenly and, and, father and earthly father. Exactly. Both yeah. of the fathers, because it's like, like when, when when's the last time you like went and talked to your dad and told him that hey I'm struggling with this like yeah. I mean like I feel like a dad craves that from his son like you know yeah. just going and just to be like wow like it's such an honor to like walk with my son in this and to maybe even direct him in some ways and like he can Very be vulnerable true. with you you know and I think like I know we're talking about women right now but like if we practice that right now it's like if you can be vulnerable with women you can be vulnerable with your father like absolutely. what better position like hey dad how'd you get mom yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lead off with that, you know. It wasn't doing curls in the gym. I guess. <laughs> Maybe for your dad. I've seen those guys. Alright, let's wrap it up here. Uh, practicals. For women? Um, just in general, yeah, I guess. I just I say, I mean, dude, the main thing is just that barrier. It's that barrier. It's that pride. Mm. And I think that's the main thing that you have to break in your heart. It has to be a conscious effort, mm-hmm. you know? Be true. Be authentic. Yeah. Be authentic. That's that's the word, authenticity. Tomorrow is not given. It's, who knows, you know? It's not guaranteed. Yeah. Why would you want to sit on the sidelines when you can be living in the arena and just playing your game, your heart out, you get hit a lot, it hurts, you get back up again, you go score a touchdown? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, it's freedom, too. Seriously. That, that's it's freedom. It comes back to living in freedom and choosing to be authentic. And hmm. why would you choose anything less? Yeah. Like, that's not great. Yeah. I just think not on a not on a Christian perspective, it's just human. It's just human. It's a human experience. Hmm. It's a human experience to share. Hmm. And I think we're all in this world, and we're all doing it might as well share it you know we're all we're all in this world struggling it's like it's bogus that people just well up and form walls and don't share you know Mm -hmm. i just feel like just as a human just as humans i think it's so cool how we can relate absolutely yeah and sharing this experience and i mean we talked about jesus christ on the cross as like ultimate
ultimate vulnerability, right? But like Christ was also resurrected with those wounds he experienced on the mm-hmm. cross, right? Yeah. And that like we're all wounded in different ways. And by yeah. sharing that wound with someone else and having them share the wound with you, comparing that, like we can ask the Father to come and heal those wounds and then use those same wounds, those same struggles, all that stuff to bring us freedom and to bring mm-hmm. us and to give us glory to God. When to give glory to God through our wounds. Yeah. When we become vulnerable, we better ourselves. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's very true. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's honestly that simple. Mm-hmm. We, we, we better, we, we call other men on to better themselves too because we allow them to just be encouraged to be vulnerable because we're, 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 we're first vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah, so anything else? Yeah. Um, make sure to rate and review us. Please, please, please. It will help us grow, help the outreach and just help get more sons of thunder. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. Give us Ain't a nothing like. Better. Give us a follow on Twitter. Yeah. You see us around. Say hi. Give us a high five. I like high fives. That'd yeah. be great. I want to give a quick shout out to Luke Burza. Avid and follower. <laughs> Amen. Thanks for listening, guys. This is Eric, Sean, Jacob, and Thunder. See you. Thunder. Thunder. Thunder.